0: You're listening to The Journey Podcast. Have you worked with an intuitive mindset coach before? And how can that help with your mental health journey? Find out more in today's episode. Hi, I'm Petra Brunbauer. And with decades of experience with sadness, pain, anxiety, and stress, I finally figured out how to leave all that behind. And this podcast shows you how to break free permanently, so you can reclaim your sanity and find the self-esteem and energy to go after the life you desire, with real talk about mental health, holistic healing, and the tough journey of coming out the other end. This is The Journey Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. Today is part of International Stress Awareness Week, and for this special bonus episode, I spoke with the incredible Brianna Filiuzzi about intuitive mindset mentoring. Sometimes we lose our balance and our focus, which can cause us to struggle with low self-esteem, confidence, and trust. In this episode, we meet intuitive mindset mentor and energy worker Brianna Filiuzzi, who brings together energy healing and intuitive coaching to help women manifest the life of their dreams. Brianna works with clients to help them heal and to realign with their own personal power so they can go after the life they really want. Brianna is an intuitive energy healer and mindset mentor trained in multiple different modalities such as EFT and Reiki. She helps people release and heal from the emotional trauma of their past and reprogram their subconscious minds so that they can finally manifest and live the life of their dreams. She has been guided down this path over the past years and has decided to turn it into a business this year. So far, she has helped multiple clients heal and make peace from past toxic relationships, regain their self-trust and confidence, let go of limiting stories and beliefs from their subconscious, realign with their own personal power, and so much more. Here is my interview with Brianna Filiuzzi. Rihanna and welcome to the Journey Podcast. I've been so excited to chat with you for an episode and discuss another space of holistic healing. How are you today?
1: Hi, I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm really excited for where this conversation is going to take us. Perfect. Well, I'm very
0: glad you're here. And I think for starters, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes. So I am a bunch of things, but the labels I usually use are intuitive mindset mentor and energy healer. I use multiple different modalities in that. So yeah, we can kind of dive into that later. But to start off, I do those things. I help people of various backgrounds to basically just like heal from their past, let go of Those emotional blocks and those limiting beliefs and subconscious conditioning that's within their systems, so that they can, you know, finally break free from that and live the life that they want to live, manifest whatever they want to manifest. Because at the end of the day, we're all worthy of it, we're all capable of it. It's just, you know, not to make it seem so small, but it is mostly just our minds that are holding us back from doing all of these things and having all of these things so yeah that's what I do I focus on the healing aspect
0: wow I really love that and I can imagine that there are actually a lot of women that Mm -hmm. would really benefit from what you do tell us a bit about how you got into this or onto the path of what you're doing right now
1: yeah so like anybody you know my path is very unique and You know, definitely had its twists and turns, but I would say it really, well, it started about two years ago when I actually had my like full on spiritual awakening of sorts. I've had many more since then, but that was the big one that really like changed my life. And I started out with like just meditating and doing journals and stuff like that because I was just in such a bad headspace at the time that it was the first and only thing I could think of to do to just alleviate the situation and help myself. So yeah, I started off with that. And then like, it was kind of like falling down the rabbit hole, you know, like you just start with one thing, and then it becomes another. And then you're like, "Ooh, look at this. Let me go explore this a little bit. So, you know, I learned about numerology. And then it was like, learning a little bit about astrology, I still don't know, like everything about astrology. But like learning the things and the systems to help me know myself better so that I could help myself better. And then it led into picking up a deck of Oracle cards because I wanted to be able to communicate more directly with like my spirit guides. If you believe in that, I do. So yeah, I got decks because I was up until that point, like, Sorry, this story is kind of going everywhere. This is literally how like it happened. It was kind of everywhere. (laughs) That's life. I would get like extremely vivid dreams. And I would start to like, you know, investigate that and read into my dreams. And there was so much that I was being told through those dreams. And like I started to pay attention to them more and more. And it got to the point where I was like, okay, well, I don't want to just like be surrendering to this dream and hoping that I get answers in a dream like I want to be able to ask for answers so then I got cards and then I played around with my oracle cards for a few months and then I was okay I need more specific stuff so then I picked up tarot and then through tarot is kind of when everything started like snowballing even faster because it really opened up my senses and you know, steered me down all the different pathways of like energy work and like psychic work and stuff like that. So then long story short, I ended up taking a program and I learned from a shaman and I learned a bunch of different things um, and techniques. And then I was like, okay, I want to learn this technique and this technique. So then that's kind of how I got here. And I learned a bunch of things. So I learned from the shaman, I learned, you know, how to use like different visualizations and how to like hold energetic space safely and how to like, you know, call in these energies to help support and to communicate effectively and to, you know, open up my senses even more to get even clearer messages out there. And then I learned EFT and I learned Reiki and I I'm still wanting to learn hypnotherapy. So, you know, still very much on the journey.
0: (laughs) That actually sounds like a lot of us alternative healers or complementary healers. And we kind of find things as we go along. And as things happen to us, we try to find solutions and then, you know, test them out on ourselves. (laughs) So, yeah, Yeah. that sounds like a very interesting journey. And um, now you're known as an intuitive mindset mentor. And what is it that you do exactly? And how can our listeners imagine what an intuitive mindset mentor does?
1: Yes, so the intuitive aspect of that to me is very, very important to mention because it's not, like, I don't do the same thing that, like, your, you know, everyday mindset coach would do. You know, I feel that the space is very... I don't want to say, well, it is structured, but it's also very like systematic, I feel like, and that might not be the best word to use, but it's very like, okay, this is the process. Everyone follows this exact steps and, you know, it's guaranteed to work for everybody. But like, I don't believe that that's true. Mm-hmm. And especially for my own experience, you know, a lot of people will promote like this is the process to follow and this is the framework to use. And it's just not applicable to everybody because everybody has their own experiences. They have their own blocks. And so when I work with a client, I am working just with them and their energy and their experiences. I'm not taking it like I'm not working off of, oh, well, this worked for me, so it's going to work for you. Type of energy, you know what I mean? So, what it would look like typically in a session is we will set the space, you know, set the intention that the client wants for the session, what they want to achieve, what they want to feel by the end of it. So, that is the steering point of, okay, this is where they are, this is where they want to go. And now we have to find out what's in the way of that and work through it. And it's also one of those things, too, where we, I go where we're being guided to go. So if it's like we're talking about something and something like a part of that stands out, right? But let's say I initially plan to take it in this direction. Okay, but now this is presenting itself. So I'm going to honor that and follow that first instead of trying to force a pathway that isn't vibing with where we're currently at, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I
0: like the fact that you take a very individual approach, because I think your clients would really feel like you're meeting them where they are at, instead Mm -hmm. of trying to impose, like you said, like a system or method on them, you really kind of see where they're at, and then you take it from there. So I really like
1: that. Yes. And
0: in your approach, What's the difference between what you do and like therapy, for example, like say if someone were to just see a counselor or a therapist?
1: Yeah, I love that question. And before I say anything, I want everyone to know I'm not against traditional therapy. I know lots of people who do that and, you know, good for them. It helps them. That's great. But from my observations of people using therapy of things I've read about things I've heard about I came to the conclusion based off my observations that majority of traditional therapy settings and counseling it's all based in talking and there's nothing wrong with talking like I talk with my clients as well and it does a lot of like good work however The approach I find and the language used in those settings is not designed or intended to bring any type of actual healing and relief to the client. Those settings, it's more about teaching them to cope with the symptoms. It's not teaching them or helping them to alleviate that. And, you know, you're, I encourage you to share your opinion on that if you find that you've noticed the same thing, because, yeah, that's just been my experience and observation with that. And
0: yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I did spend quite some time in therapy, so... I do have some experiences with that as well. And like you said, you know, there's definitely a place for therapy in anyone's journey if they so choose to take that. Mm -hmm. I kind of agree with the fact that I found that some of the therapists lacked a bit of focus on solution or action. So there was a lot of talking, but not a lot of moving forward. Mm -hmm. And even though that's great, like you said, you know, we, we talk with our clients as well, and it's an important part of probably of anyone's healing journey to share and to talk with people. Yeah. And at some point I felt like therapy was missing a bit of an action component or a solution component. And again, You know, it's probably not true for all therapy, and it probably also depends on the therapist.
1: Yes, Um, but that was
0: sort of my general experience as well. So, are you saying then that as the intuitive mindset mentor, you kind of focus more on action steps or like towards a solution of actually alleviating the
1: issues? Yes, 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 yes. Like my like general framework that I follow because I do have. Like somewhat of a structure, you know, you have to; otherwise, things are just not going to like flow. But it's it's not super rigid. So basically, people. Well, the process is: first, we will identify what is actually, you know, what's this resistance you're feeling, or what is this belief that you've identified or you've noticed in yourself. Okay, where is that stemming from? Then we're gonna remove that from the root using these energetic tools. And then we're going to set up and reprogram that part of you and in the subconscious. That way you're not continuing to operate from this set of beliefs or this set of, you know, emotional attachments. So that's what we do. So that's done through a few things like in the actual healing session, I will at the end begin that reprogramming process but I do also give my clients action steps and actual daily practices or habits or rituals that they can use to continue to solidify that in themselves
0: Mm -hmm. I really like that approach because it actually gives you something to do yes kind of focuses you on moving forward on something so I think that's a really fantastic approach and um If our listeners are kind of wondering, like, how could that help them if they're struggling, for example, with sadness, anxiety, stress, or chronic pain, like, can that be used for any of those? Yes.
1: So, I mean, not to get too into it, because I think, especially when it comes to, like, physical ailments and chronic pains and stuff, you know, everyone has their own, like, comfort zone with that and their own beliefs around that. You know, for me personally, I like to look at things more on the spiritual side first and use that as well as, you know, the physical side. So if there's a physical pain, obviously, you know, you want to be taking the medical approach and like getting the pain relief or, you know, whatever medications and stuff that might be required for that. But I personally also believe that things start in the spiritual body. so it's best to also pay attention to the spiritual body in order to heal on that physical level as well. And again, to clarify, I think there's room at the table for all options. I'm not anti-medical, you know, medical, anti-doctor, anti-medication, because I think both are necessary in their own amounts, you know, and everyone's different and everyone's comfortable level of that is different. So I do want to clarify that before people are like, blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, but, and, and uh, there's lots of room actually around
0: all sorts of methods that people find relief with.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why, like, I bring in different methods because I don't believe that there's just one that's the best or that's the right one. You know, because yeah, everyone's different, like we were saying.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: when it comes to you know sadness or anxiety or chronic pain helping basically what I do and the action steps I give clients it helps them to one like when you bring awareness to just the fact of how you're playing the role in that you know because anxiety for example it is something within the subconscious mind it's within the nervous system it's within you know your past experiences that have all led up to this buildup inside of you where you basically don't trust yourself. You don't feel safe in your body. And that's why, you know, you're panicking and you're anxious. So an example of that is like, well, not to say that this is the, like, this is a very cliche example, but it does work a lot if you use it correctly An example of something I would give clients is using affirmations such as, you know, I am safe, you know, I am okay. And like teaching them grounding techniques as well, because from what I've, the books I've read and stuff like that, anxiety and depression, stuff like that, it's caused from a disconnect between your physical self and your mental self and your spiritual self, like they're not connected and present. And so it's very hard to feel like you're all there, if that's making sense. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. another thing I would teach clients and help them to use daily is grounding techniques to help them, you know, get inside their body again, and feel in control of their body and feel safe in their body, And so that can look like, you know, whether it's meditating, if they're not meditators maybe it's going for a walk, you know, walking on the ground, feeling the ground. That's a very physically grounding exercise. So, yeah, I hope I answered that question. Yeah, I I think think that's great.
0: So if people feel connected with what you've been talking about and they'd like to check out how they could work with you, what kind of options do they have? Do you purely work with people in person or do you offer some kind of online component
1: as well? So currently I'm only working online just because, you know, it's easier to reach more people. And I work currently solely one-to-one because like I said, my approach is very, very individual. So I haven't decided how and when I want to branch out and do things more group based. But for now, it's all one to one. And I have a variety of ways that we can work one to one depending on factors such as you know your budget, what result you're looking for, what level of support you're looking for. So yes, if you want to know more about how to work with me, the best way is to just message me on Instagram tell me you know what's up, what you're looking for, what you're hoping to achieve. And I can definitely point you in the right direction using that information, which I gave the, the link. So it'll be in the description.
0: Yes. Thank you for going over that. And we will be linking to your offerings in the show notes. So the listeners can go there to check out the options on how to contact you. And is there any final pieces of wisdom that you'd like to leave our listeners with before we close out the episode?
1: Yes, actually one just popped into my mind. And just, I really want to stress the importance of one, listening to yourself first, always, no matter who you hire to help with you, what creator online you're intaking, you know, information from, Always listen to yourself first. Don't place anyone on that pedestal as like God and like someone who just knows everything and can never do wrong because at the end of the day, everyone is a human and they're all, you know, living their experience and they might do things unintentionally that could be harmful. So look out for yourself first and then two, explore. Explore, 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 explore. Do your research, you know, don't just... You know, if you hit a wall at one method or one pathway, like there's always ways around it. There's other things you can try. There's other things that you can do. So just don't be afraid to follow that and to try the different things. And if it doesn't work out for you one way, try another way. Just don't let these things stop you from getting what you need, getting the help that you want, because it's out there. You just have to keep looking and trying.
0: That's really great advice, especially for people who are on a mental health journey and who may be discouraged at this point that they haven't found anything that really helps them resolve their struggles. You know, it's really important to put that out there that there are so many ways out there to heal Mm -hmm. I mean, we're just showcasing one thing at a time on this podcast, but even by those episodes, you can already tell how much is out there and to not lose hope and to keep looking because there likely is something out there that will help.
1: Definitely, definitely. And another thing too, really quickly that came to mind as you were saying that is like I've seen, and I've had friends as well, where like therapists have turned them away and it makes them feel like really bad that you know people are telling them that they're unhelpable that they can't be helped and you know that's just not true like of course respecting that therapist and their boundaries and you know saying that they're not capable that's totally fine but you know if that's the case for you like there are other ways and i actually did do a tiktok as well about this sharing multiple different ways that you can Get like alternative help because there was another TikTok I saw that someone is talking about how, like, it's traditional therapy doesn't really work for neurodivergent people, you know? Like, and there's so many different nuances and layers to these things. So, yeah, don't be confined to just this is the way, this is traditional therapy, this is what's available to you, these are the medications that are available to you, and you're just going to be like this for the rest of your life because you don't have to be.
0: Yeah, that's a really important thing to keep in mind that at some point, hopefully, there'll be something out there that you find that helps you and to just keep looking for that. I know that's probably the toughest part of the mm-hmm. mental health journey is thinking that you're always going to have to stay in that state for the rest of your life. Yeah. But there are so many inspiring, healing examples that really do have to believe that we can move forward, be it through, you know, sadness, anxiety even stress, then people are dealing with a lot of stress nowadays. So.
1: Yeah. Can I just share really quickly, just an easy thing that people can check out. It's not like my stuff. I do post EFT sequences on TikTok sometimes, but, you know, if you want to just dabble in something different right now, something super accessible, you don't need to pay anyone for this. You don't need to like, you know, go through a whole course for this. If you go on YouTube and you just look up like EFT tapping sequences or EFT tapping for anxiety, EFT tapping for stress, whatever it is that you're looking for, just try that. Just try it. It's free and it's accessible Mm -hmm. and it's just something different than what's typically being promoted. So if you want to see that, explore that. It's a good place to start. I feel like honorable mention to hypnotherapists. I don't know if you're interviewing any hypnotherapists, but if not, 10 out of 10 recommend you do because hypnotherapy is like literally (laughs) life-changing. I agree. Have you done it? Uh, Yes, actually.
0: I'm certified as a a hypnotherapist.
1: Okay. I don't know (laughs) how I did that. Maybe I just completely forgot, but I love it. Hypnotherapy literally changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Reiki as well is super cool. There's lots of things, lots of things. Chakra healing. I actually do stuff with the chakras a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Cause it's just like so core to like, I feel like everything spiritual kind of just like brings in that element. So yeah, that's my rant. I'm done with that. Just wanted to leave you guys with some resources, potentially some information, some action steps.
0: Yes. And you're right. I mean, EFT is very accessible to people and it's also very easy to learn. Yeah. And I do use it also for chronic pain with my foot. So I, I've had some really great experiences with it. Mm -hmm. So I do think that there's a potential there for it to work really well, depending on what people are trying to work with. Right. So
1: yeah, for sure.
0: Well, Brianna, thank you so much for your time. This has been another incredible episode and I really hope our listeners have enjoyed diving into holistic healing as much as I have. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you and take care.
1: You too.
0: Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen in. If you enjoy the Journey podcast, please subscribe, share on social media and leave us a review. And be sure to get your copy of our brand new ebook called Break Free. Sending you love and courage and see you next week. Until then, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram and the Journey blog.